Hey, this is Alex with the Unbiased Trailblazer podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Unbiased Blazers. There's a link in our bio for our Discord server where you can join in on the discussions, give us your takes, give us comments, or simply just join in on a podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review our show. And if you're listening on Spotify, there's a new feature where you can rate our show as well. Now, let's get to the show. Rip City, baby. Three, two, one, zero, zero. Lift off and the clock has started. Rip City, what is going on? This is first of its kind, after dark, unbiased trailblazers, late night podcast. Fawad could not make it tonight. I'm lucky enough to be joined by my good friend here from the Point Nine podcast, Owen. How are you doing tonight, Owen? Oh man, I'm I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for uh, for having me, man. Owen came in and saved the day. Fawad couldn't make it. It is currently 11:30 at night on a Sunday night, and he. Uh, He's risking his sleep right now to talk some Blazers with us real quick. So let's go, dude. I'm always I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So first off, Owen, appreciate you coming. This is I think I think you joined a listener podcast, if I remember right. I did. I did. Yeah, I I came in for uh, for one of those joint sessions where you had a bunch of listeners tune in. So this will be the first solo recording with you and hopefully we'll have many more. Um, Oh, yeah. But uh, first things first, like I mentioned, you're with the Point Nine podcast. Uh, I know we had we had Brady on here once. Uh, anything yep. you want to add to what Brady talked about with his with your guys's podcast? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Point Nine podcast. It's a it's a really fun time to get to record. You know, I do it with two of my best friends, Brady and Thomas, and uh, just you know, trying to bring a community that um, of not just Blazer fans but NBA fans who um, are passionate and as well as opinionated. Um, and just bring a community where people are open and free to talk about their teams and share a unique love for those teams. And, you know, we feel that way about the Blazers and we love having um, conversations and creating space for other super fans of other teams to be able to, to share those feelings for their team as well. And so it's always a, it's always a fun time. Shout out to my, my boys, Brady and Thomas. I love y'all. Um, and I know Thomas wants to get on here with you too and, and have a, have a conversation, but um he's next bro yeah yeah for sure but um yeah super pumped to be here yeah he's uh it's a very very fun podcast to listen to you guys have great chemistry i know i said it last time with brady i'm always laughing when i'm listening to your guys' stuff you guys have it's it's a it's a great podcast so if you guys have not listened to it i highly encourage you guys to go listen to it um it's a good time but I don't want to keep this podcast long. And like I said, it's late. So let's just kind of get into it real quick. First things first, though, I wanted to say the NBA draft is coming up on the 23rd, which is a Thursday. Yeah. 430. Mm -hmm. Anybody that wants to, I'm going to be doing a watch party here in Discord. We're going to watch it. I figured out what the issue with ESPN is. So we're going to be able to watch it. We won't have to have me streaming it from my phone and look terrible. It's going to look good. So I will be doing that. Well, if you guys want to come in, watch it together, I'll make jokes about the picks that happen and hopefully cheer on the trades that we make. Um, 
but I just wanted to put that out there before I forget about it. Um, so watch party on Thursday. If you guys want to come watch it, invite everybody. Um, Love it. But let's let's get into what we want to talk about here, which which I kind of alluded to right in that little little uh, advertisement. Trades. It seems like lately we've been seeing a lot of reports on trades. Um, yeah, mainly John Collins. Obviously, we all know the trade rumor with Jeremy Grant for the past year. Yep. OG and Lou Dort. Yeah. And uh, one second. Sorry about that. Um, so, Owen, I want to first first things first. Strictly out of all those four players, is there a player out of those four that you're like you want nothing to do with? Um, Probably at this point. I don't know if I would. I think I think Lou Dort might be the the less the lesser of the four, um, but like him and and Jeremy Grant are both on that same wavelength. Like, I mean, we've been we've been wanting Jeremy Grant for the past like two or three years, like since he's been on OKC, and so I don't know if he's remotely close to the same player that he was. Um, you know, on Detroit, he hasn't necessarily been playing at the same level. I don't know, um, if being on Portland would be, um, been as beneficial now as it could have been potentially, you know, three years ago. But, um, yeah, I'd probably say Lou Dort, even though I, I really do en- enjoy what he has been doing on OKC. Yeah. And Fawad is pretty. I wouldn't say he's big on Dort. I mean, he he does like Dort, and he's he's been in our chats talking about how he would like the idea. And I believe, if I remember right, the trade was like our seventh pick for Dort, and I think OKC's twelfth pick. I think is what it was, mm-hmm. which still gives us a pick if we wanted to try to trade it, you know, to Detroit. Um, yeah. Actually, surprise, surprise! It looks like Fawad said he can join for just a couple minutes, so. If he can, I'll ask him about this. Um, but if he does join, let's just kind of move on. Um, first things first, the biggest name and the, the one I'm the most most excited for if it were to happen. Actually, look, there's Fawad right there. Oh, Fawad, he's here. We were just talking about Ludor, and I and I believe you were pretty big on Ludor. Or not, I wouldn't say big, but you you like the idea of us trading for Ludor. So if you can get your mic working. Am I wrong? Are you are you on Lou Dort's train? Hey, yeah. Uh yeah, I definitely am a big Lou Dort fan. I think his defense is amazing. Um I think his uh, you know uh like he's what like he he's a two technically. I think he plays some three sometimes, but uh he can guard like people bigger than him for sure. And he can definitely shut down like the other team's guard for uh the other team's guard or even their two. And I think most people's concern with him is, uh, you know, his offense. But I don't have that same concern uh, nearly as much for a lot of different reasons. I think, one, he's really young and he's improved offensively every single year um, that he's been in the league. And I think that he'll continue to do so. I think next year he'll, will, he'll be even better than he was uh, the previous year. And his offense is already it's not bad in any way. It's just, you know, I, I would say it's like below average. And I think he can get that to uh average next year or um maybe even above average while having one of the best perimeter 
one of the best perimeter, well, being one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Um, and then on top of that, we're not relying on him to score at all. As long yeah. as he's not a li- as long as he's not a liability, you know, it doesn't does he doesn't need to provide anything more on offense. Anything he has is just extra. And I don't think he is a liability. So um, if he hits a uh, if he hits an open three once in a while, that's all we need from him. And from him, and I think he can do that already. Um, you know, let alone what he can get to in a year or two. Um, and then finally, I know I've been talking for for a while now, but finally, I think that um, similar to that, like we're not relying on him on offense, but we need to put as many defenders next to Dame as possible, especially with Ant at the two next to him. We need, you know, the rest of the rotation to be amazing defenders. So I don't think there's a fit concern like some people have said. I think, you know, him and Hart can definitely both play, um, you know, play minutes for our team. The more good defenders we have, the better our team will be. The only thing I can kind of understand is uh, the minutes get a little bit tight at the two with, you know, with Nas and um, him and maybe Hart sometimes. So I think... Either Nas or Ant might have to be traded, um, and, and in that case, I think I, I would explore maybe trading Nas for John Collins rather than the seventh or something like that. But yeah, I think you know, you know, if we can get Dort and twelve, I'm super excited for that. Well, you just mentioned who we were just about to talk about. So, oh, and I'm going to throw it to you. How do you feel about trading seven for John Collins? Uh, I wanted us to originally draft John Collins. Um, you know, when he, when he was in the draft, I, I love it. I love that idea. I think he brings a lot to our team that we need, uh, athleticism, um, the ability to still fulfill kind of what Damian Lillard's, you know, the whole Portland trailblazers offense has been over the last decade, which has been pick and roll. Um, I believe he brings rim protection, athleticism, the ability to, um, have a mobile offense, like fast break points. I think that's an area that, you know, Portland really needs to improve in. Um, a lot of our fast break points came from perimeter shots, and I think if we can add an element to where we're getting to the paint instead as well as, you know, obviously with a guy like John Collins, you're going to be getting in the paint a lot. Um, he opens up the floor quite heavily. Um, he has a really good 12 to 15 foot range game. Um, and he's just a, he's just an electric player. He brings a lot of great energy to your team and um, Obviously gets the crowd going, and he's got incredible, incredible athleticism. I can't speak on that enough. Uh, I, I'm, I would be totally down to trade that seventh for John. I mean, said it perfectly. That's pretty much all the, all the pointers I would have pointed out on him. Um, Foad, I know you joined the Trailcasters. I think yesterday or the day before, and I know you guys talked about this a little bit. But go ahead if you want to add anything on John Collins. Go for it. Uh, no, nothing else. I think. Uh... Sorry, who's uh, on right now? This is Owen. I don't know the actual name. Uh, my name's Owen. What's up, brother? Okay, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, so I think you, you know, you hit it pretty much uh, perfectly. Hit the nail on the head. I think I, I said a lot of the same things when I was on Trailcasters. Um, you know, I, I would totally be for that. I, I think he's a little bit overrated compared to some other people, but I still think he fits our team so well that you know, if we trade seven for him. Uh, if we trade seven for him, I'm satisfied. But some of the rumors have been seven for him and sixteen, and that I would love. So, yeah, like yeah, I think he fits our team so well. I would love to see him here. If could I could I touch on Lou Dort real quick? Is that possible? Yeah, go yeah. for it. Go for it. So I like I don't disagree. 
Because I mean, in the fifth, he he had a really good year this year in the fifty-one games he played. I'm pretty sure he averaged like seventeen, um, and he shot like forty percent. And that was like he averaged like I think like plus thirty minutes a game or something like that. So I think he has the ability to have good output. I do think if he comes to Portland, I think it goes down. Um, and I don't, and I also don't really expect him to get much better. And he's a great defender, perimeter-wise. He he, and especially in a game where you know, every night you step on the floor, you're playing against an all-star caliber guard um, that, you know, has handles and is athletic, has the ability to shoot the ball um, and facilitate an offense. And I think having a, a perimeter defender like him is also very valuable. I mean, you see a guy like Marcus Smart who won DPOI um, and what he can do for his team. I think Ludor is a very good defender. In every other aspect of the game, I don't see... Like I feel like he's peaked. I don't really know how, like, really how much more he's going to have to offer. Um, I don't know if he'll have another season like that. And I think the only reason why he has had a season like that is simply because Shay um, SGA hasn't hit his peak yet. Um, and so I don't, I don't know if bringing a guy like him with Dame um, would necessarily make our team better. And so as much as I think he's been doing a really good job on OKC. I just don't know how much he'll add to our team. I mean, I I think it's I think that's a fair evaluation. I think the biggest reason you would be taking Dort is for his defense. You, you anything extra you get out of him is just a cherry on top. He's a Right. Right, but you have to have been. some you have to have some sort of offensive output though. And I think it goes way Very down especially, especially depending on how the offseason turns out for us. I mean, you're having Dame, we have Ant coming off the bench as well. Um, even we have Josh Hart. I mean, we have still Nurkic. Um, and, and depending on, I mean, that's, that's four guys right there. I don't, yes. and depending on who, we, who else we would try to get in the off season. Like, I just don't know. Uh, there's only one basketball, you know what I mean? And, and at the end of the day, I don't know if Lou Dort would have as much of an impact if it was strictly defense. I mean, if he comes off the bench, sure. If he's in a second unit, but, which I imagine he would be. I don't think he'd start over Ant. Um, he shouldn't yeah. at all. But <laughs> true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know how much how much better we would be with Dort. I think if we were going to go the defensive route, I think there's way. I think there's better caliber players that we could get with still adding a a good defensive um, player. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But to that, I would argue that you know since we do have Dame and you know Hart Nurk that we don't need uh, Dort to do anything offensively. If, if he's there every minute he's on the fourth, he's just focusing one hundred percent on the defensive end. I don't think that would hurt our team at all because I think we do have so much offense on the rest of the team. So that's well, right. why I think. Well, we well we had I think there's a healthy balance because we had the same thing with Maurice Harkless and Alfred Aminu. They were there to defend, but where we lacked was when we needed them to step up. Dame had several off-putting games in our playoff run of the Western Conference Finals, and we needed other people to yeah. pick up the slap. Thank God we had CJ because he went off for forty, like like thirty something in Game Seven. But like, that's not always going to happen. We don't have like, and I don't expect Anthony to really do that. And so in order like. If we had a guy like Bradley Beal, who is a has been a very good perimeter defender for the majority of his career, and also at one point, is, I mean, he's been one of the most consistent and well-scoring two guards in the league. I mean, a guy like him is somebody who adds both of those 
you know, aspects to his game, both in a perimeter defender, as a perimeter defender and a, and a good scorer who can work without the ball. That's another thing. I think Lou Dort needs the ball in his hands. He doesn't necessarily work off the ball as much because he kind of takes over when, the ball when SGA is on the, off the court. Um, and Bradley Beal can, can work with the ball and without the ball, and I think that's what makes him so much better. But, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I could be, I could be <laughs> wrong, but that's just the, my eye test. I have a lot of thoughts on Bradley Beal, and almost all of them are negative, so I don't want to get Which into I, that. Too much. I'll be honest, I don't understand why. Um, mainly because, like, he has been years since he was a good defender. Like, it was basically when John Wall was, you know, in his prime. Ever since then, he's been like all offense. But, um, anyways, my bigger, my biggest issue with Bradley Beal is one, I think his fit isn't good with us because we don't need. He he's just a better CJ, and I don't think that's what we need on the team. We need a three or a four, and second, I think his contract he's going to be signing a max contract and that's going to be taking up a lot of space but um anyways i uh i think you probably know this i don't know if alex said earlier but i'm going on vacations tomorrow so i can't stay for a whole long i just wanted to hop on for a few minutes so one last thing before i hop back off i want to ask you owen um what do you think about okay uh if you had to trade one of either ant or nas who would, who do you think we should keep and who do you think we should trade? I know it's I, deal, I, derailing the conversation a little bit, but sorry about that. I would probably I would probably trade Ant, and okay. because because I believe that we could get more value than we could with Nas. I think Nas still has a lot more room to grow. I think Ant's already shown us his potential, and honestly, Anthony's a starter on any other team and has the potential to be, you know, in the future a really 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 solid guard. I don't know if he would ever be in that conversation of being one of the top guards but i think he'd be like a uh, like a better version of what's a good example like a better version of like darren fox extremely athletic better scorer but i i don't know if he'd ever hit that like peak where like dame Kyrie, and steph and trey young and all those guys are at and jaw but like i would probably end up training ant i think we could get a lot more value i'd probably end up wanting to trade him for a big man um or a better wing player because I, th- I think if we could we could slide Josh Hart at that two play that two position because he gives us really good production and he's honestly played well everywhere that he's been. Um, I would probably trade Ant. Yeah, I go back and forth uh, between those two a lot, but I think I would probably agree with you. Yeah, that's a great question. Are you hopping okay, out I now, Fawad? Yeah, I think I'll hop off. Thank you, uh, Owen, for coming on and you know <laughs> covering for me, I guess. And oh, yeah, Alex, thank of you. course, dude. Thanks for being here as always. And, you know, let's hope for some good luck on, uh, what is it, Thursday at the draft? Thursday, yeah. Either a good player or a good trade. Have a, have a good vacation, Fawad. Right. <laughs> have a good night, brother. Yep. You guys take care. So, you guys got into a little more on Dort. So, we will, and, and like you said, on John Collins. I totally agree. I don't think I need to add anything to it. I think you're spot yeah. on, and I think a lot of people agree with with that. Um, yeah, we've we've beat the bush down with Jeremy Grant, and I think a lot of people there's people that are for it, there's people that are against it. But the newer name that's in here that's kind of similar is OG and an yeah. OG. So, what are your thoughts, feelings on OG? I like OG. I really do. I I like him a lot. He's a uh, I mean him and honestly him and uh 
him and Lou Dort are kind of a similar player, just different positions. I like, I think, I think, uh, I just think he's a little more, he's a lot more athletic. Um, he has a lot of, a lot more experience. Um, I really like his game. I think he's a better, I think he has a better offensive game. Um, I'm confident with, you know, having OG shoot an open jumper. I like, he's a better version of like what, He's what we wanted Alfaruk Aminu to be, where I think he's like a really good defender. Um, but you need to be able to depend on him to hit shots too when he's passed when he gets the ball passed to him. And and I think that you can depend on OG to to hit shots and also make a make a good play. I think being coached under Nick Nurse, who are, is arguably one of, if not the best coach when it comes to X's and O's and drawing up plays out of timeouts, and OG is a very big part in all of those plays. He's a great he's great off the inbounds pass, but he also is good at, you know, setting off ball screens and getting teammates open. And I think that with the guard play that we have and also with, you know, the potential big man that we're gonna have with like schemes and stuff like that, with isolating them down in the paint, like I think he's he would be a really perfect fit. I I'm with you one hundred percent. I think if we were to figure out a way to get him I am all for it. Um, before I go into to something I read from Blazers Edge, which some people like Blazers Edge, some people don't. I'm just yeah. gonna I'm just gonna read the trade proposal they had. I just wanted to say the only concern I have with OG is his health. The last two years, yeah. he's he's missed a decent amount of games, but I think that's not enough to make me not want to try to get him. If we right. can get him, I we we should try to get him. But yeah. I just wanted to put this out here. Blazers Edge, put this out here. I want to know what your thoughts are on this. Sure. In this trade scenario, it has us getting both OG and John Collins, okay? It's a three-team mm-hmm. trade. We send out the seventh pick, the 36th pick, the Bucks pick we got from the Pelicans, Josh Hart, Trendon Watford, and Keon Johnson. And then it kind of gets split up to everybody. Just strictly getting those two players and what we'd have to give up, would you be okay with doing that? Yeah, I, I think I know it's I th- a lot. Yeah, I think for I think for me, I think Josh Hart is such a good piece. I agree. Um, and on like, I don't think that honestly, I don't, I don't think there's any way that that trade happens without getting rid of him, yep. which sucks because. You know, I, I really want to keep Josh Hart. Let me ask you this. Would you sub Simons in instead of Hart? I guess it depends on where he's going. I mean, are we sending him to like where where would that where would that fall in the in the three way the three team trade? Would he be going to Toronto or would he be going to Atlanta? It looks like so if we took out Hart, it looks like it would, he would be going to Toronto. He'd be going Simons would go to Toronto. Yeah, I think I'd do it. Um I think I would do it. I think that I think that would be good for Anthony. I I agree with you. I think Josh Hart is such a good fit for us. I think I think he provides so much for us. He fits perfectly with Dame. He plays good defense. He can hit open shots. He can create for himself if he has to. He can drive to the basket. He gets to the foul line a lot more than I thought he did. Yeah. Um, when he played for us, the you know these those handful of games, he was at the foul line a good amount of times. Yeah. Um, and then you add in John Collins and OG. I mean, I like that lineup with Nurk and Dame. 
Yeah, um, so, I like it too. I, to I think me, we especially need that since we're moving away from the whole DeAndre Ayton yeah. thing. Which, and Which the more I thought about the DeAndre Ayton thing, uh, I, I started to side more with Nurk. I think Nurk is just a, a cheaper version that, that you get like just... L- Obviously, Aiton is a much better player than than Nurkic is much younger. Well, not much younger, but is younger. I think it was just it would be an overpay to get Aiton and then it kind of kind of stranglehold us for a little bit. But as far as this trade goes, I actually would be okay with it. I agree with you. I would much rather keep Josh Hart. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But even simply for the fact that I think Anthony Simons is really, really good and I want him to go blossom somewhere else. Yeah. I and and I agree with you when Foad asked you that question. I think Ant's the one that we have to move from. It, I don't want it to be another CJ situation where. Oh yeah, of course. We're holding on to him because he is good and he is a valuable piece, but it's like it's not fitting the team like what we need right now, and we're right. just gonna we're gonna let it get past too long, and then we're not gonna get a good return for him. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. If there's a way to do this trade where we keep Josh Hart, I mean I don't know. I like Trenton Watford, I, I, but I'd be fine with sending him out. Keon Johnson has promised, but I'd be fine with sending him out. So, yeah, I'm, I'd be cool with the trade. I think, I think just the upside of having OG and John and what that does to the dynamic of our team, I think that is just way more important, especially since we're in win now mode mm-hmm. and we're ha- we have to do whatever we can to take advantage and get these last, you know potentially four years, five yep. years left of Dame. Like we, it has, it has to happen. And so I'm we're in win now mode. I'm a firm believer of we have to build to win now and not do half and half, not half win now and half for the future. We got to just yep. commit to one or the other. Yeah. Um, before we move on to some of the draft players, I wanted to, I saw this also from Blazer's edge, John Hollinger from the athletic put out the, I mean, I guess it's like the tiers of free agent centers, okay? And I just thought this was kind of funny. He has um, Nurkic as a tier two center, which I'll break it down in just a second. He only has one person on tier one, and that's Aiton. And that's fair. Aiton's a good center. He's young. That's fair. Yeah. Here's where I have an issue. He has Nurkic as the fourth best center. He has Aiton number one. Mm-hmm. And then he has Chris Boucher and... Mitchell Robinson. There could be an argument for Mitchell Robinson, but what do, what do you, what do you think? Do you think Boucher is a better center than Nurkic is? No, who made that list? John Hollinger from The Athletic. And I, when I saw that he had Chris Boucher ahead of Nurk, I was like, what, what am I missing? Yeah, he needs to reevaluate who he's watching. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't agree with that at all. I think I think uh Nurk is for sure, the second best center on that list. I think Mitchell Robinson is really good when he's healthy, but he hasn't been. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I Chris Boucher we, is is dope. You know, he's a former uh, former Oregon Duck, go yeah, Ducks. Really? But like, hell no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird when I read that. I was like, I gotta bring this up because that just seems seems out there. Um, so I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that's yeah, crazy. No, that's crazy. So I wanted to talk about a couple of the workouts that the Blazers posted in social media. Um, I don't know yeah. how many of them you watched, but I, I'll just talk about the couple that I did watch. Sure. First, first and foremost, actually, before we do this, 
if we do use a pick, if we do use our pick to pick a player, who would be the player that you would like to get that's realistic and and uh and if, you know, like like for me, I would love to get Keegan Murray. I don't think he drops to us. So realistically, I don't think he would be there. But for you, who would it be? It would be Keegan Murray. Yeah. I uh I think honestly, I just based off of the draft order, I think there is potential for him to get to us. It's I think possible. I think that because honestly, I think I think Orlando's gonna go with Jabari. Um I think OKC is definitely the type of team to draft Chet. I think so too. Um and I think that Houston's going with Paolo and Sacramento is probably gonna go with Jaden Ivey out of Purdue. Um who else is I, I think Benedict Matherin is would probably get drafted by Detroit next. And so I mean, we're seven. I, I think that I've seen a lot of rumors of Keegan go getting drafted from Indiana. So but I mean there could be they could instead draft like Shaden Sharp or AJ Griffin or you know, even a guy like Mark Williams. Um who knows? I think he could drop to us, but if, if he if he does drop to us, um Keegan Murray would be my uh, be my pick for sure. So the last mock draft that I see that's being sponsored by NBA, it has Keegan Murray going forward to the Kings, Ivy going to the Pistons, Griffin going to the Pacers, and then us taking Sharp. So let's segue into this. You, I know you told me you did see the the Sharp workout a little bit. Yeah. What was your thoughts on Sharp? I mean, he's a, he's athletic. I like Sharp. I I don't know how. Um, I really don't know. I, I I do have concerns because he didn't play a ton. Um, at Kentucky, he was hurt for quite a bit. I don't. Based off of talent alone, I I think he's really good. I just have a lot of concerns for him. You know, not playing a ton and then being a lottery pick. Um. But he's just he's a it's kind of it's just hard to read. You just hope you just hope that he you know the upside that he has is what we get. Yeah, I watching that video. I'll, I'll put it this way: he has a lot of upside. He there, you pretty much going off of his high school his high school career is pretty much what you're going off of. Yeah, um, I don't think I could be wrong, but I don't think he did. He play at all for Kentucky. I I don't think he did. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't watch call. I will not claim to watch college basketball a lot, but I do not believe he did. If I'm wrong, I will gladly admit I'm wrong. It worries me that these that all we have to go off of is high school, and we know like if you're if you're good enough NBA if you're a good enough player to be considered a you know a lottery pick in the NBA. High school is gonna be a breeze for you, and you're gonna make everything look so easy. And I just would be, I'd be afraid to draft somebody. And watching his workout video, I didn't see a lot that I liked. I saw one block from him. It seemed like, and and I could be wrong. Maybe you saw something different. It seemed like a lot of the highlights he wasn't even in them. Like I saw him a couple times, and I was like, I know he had a. It was like a group workout, but I was just like, I didn't really see much from him. And he was one of the bigger names that they were promoting that they were um trying out so yeah to me it's a it's super risky and i think if we're using that pick and if that's who we take we're clearly 
not trying to win now or trying to build for the future with Ant and and uh, hoping his potential is as high as they you know think it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was the he was the number one ranked recruit in the twenty twenty two class, and yeah. and uh, I mean, you don't you don't get that without being good. Um, but unfortunately, because he he didn't play at Kentucky, um, at all. It is super. Like it, there's just a lot of skepticism there, dude. Like I think that he going based off of high school, man. I mean, man has the talent for sure. Yeah. But it's hard to throw him in the lottery, and you know, say that he's up there with some of these guys like Benedict Matherin and Jaden Ivy, and who have absolutely balled out in college. Because there's some guys who, man, you come in as a great recruit. I think of Trayvon Duvall, who was the number one point guard in that in his class, went to Duke and. Like, yeah, he, he like kind of eh on that team. You know, he was with Gary Trent and uh, Marvin Bagley and those guys. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, we don't know. We we don't hear anything about him anymore. <laughs> like, we don't even know where, he, where he's at. So yeah, I think that's true. I think it might be a similar situation. So I wanted to and I don't know if you saw these workouts, but Jalen Duran. Yeah, Shaden was the only workout I saw. OK, so Jalen Duran and. His workout was insane. And I actually listened to the most recent uh, Blazer Balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, and sh- and Brooke was talking about like how intense his workout was and like how like every single shot was a was a dunk. He was just going in and dunking every single time. She said she'd never seen someone dunk as many times as he was dunking um, and watching it, watching the clips that they put out. I mean, he he was intense. He was working his ass off. He was he was yelling after every like i mean it was impressive and i and a, a couple episodes ago we i said if we were going to use that pick i would be okay with taking duran i still am that way but the surprise one that i've after watching and kind of looking more into is dyson daniels mm. he's not the he's not a very good shooter I, I he'd have to work on shooting um but he he's 68 he's tall and he can, he can defend like crazy. And yeah, he, he took the G League route, didn't he? Yeah, he he's in the G yeah. League. Without a doubt, he is he's a defender, and he can. Woo! Watching the workout, I was like, "Geez, he looks huge." I mean, he is six eight; he's huge, but like, he just looks big standing out there. Yeah, I'd have no problem with us if we used that pick to take Dyson Daniels. I think I think Fawad. Fawad in the last podcast that he was with Trailcasters, he mentioned it. Um, I'm slowly starting to like Dyson Daniels a lot more than I was. Um, his shooting is an issue, but yeah, I do think he would be a decent pick. Um, Matherin's another one, and that was actually I think the guy I said I would like us to take if we if he was there. Yeah, we didn't, get, we didn't get a we didn't get a video of him, so I couldn't I can't tell you. I couldn't couldn't elaborate on how he was, but uh, well, Benedict Benedict, I bought him a lot in college. I mean, Arizona yes. was one of the best teams in the nation this yes. year, and dude, I was super impressed with with how he played this year. I mean, he was he was really really good, really really good, um, very creative. I think they have him as like a two guard or something like that, two or three, but um. Uh, yeah, he's six six. He he can definitely play the two or the three. So yeah, homie, homie can hoop, and yeah. I I don't know if that's the 
if that's the pick that I would want ultimately. But at the end of the day, I mean, if they picked him, I mean, good player. I wouldn't be super. I wouldn't be super mad about it. But I, I, I'm still of the opinion we don't pick a player. I think we need we need to trade this pick, and I think that is what's going to happen for sure. Um, I'm but, in the same boat. But it's at least nice to know we're all kind of in the same opinion of what players we kind of like and what we don't like. Um, I'm glad you, you're a fan of Keegan Murray because I think he's going to be a very good player. Bro, he, his, yeah, his year at Iowa was nuts. Um, is there anything? I'm trying to think. I thought there was one other thing I want to talk about, but I didn't write it down, so now I forgot about it. Hmm. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Bro, I, yeah, I don't even know, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I, okay. I mean, I guess, I guess we'll just wrap it up here. If you guys haven't, if you're listening, if you're still listening, if you have not listened to our last episode where we talk with Brooke Olsendam, I highly, highly encourage you to go listen to it. Brooke's awesome. She spent 50 minutes with us and I enjoyed every second of it. She is amazing. Um, so if you have not listened to it, I highly suggest you can either watch it on YouTube or you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple, whatever, wherever you're listening um owen bro bro real quick i just want to touch on that that episode was so good appreciate that man Dude, it was so much fun to listen to and, and watch it's awesome brooke is awesome and shout, shout out to you brooke we we are as a blazers like blazer fans we're so lucky to have her like she is seriously yeah. one of the best like sideline reporters like i've ever i enjoy seeing the stuff that she puts out and she's so nice and genuine and she's great yeah, we we love her at the point nine. Um, Owen, appreciate you stepping in late pod. Like I said, um, like I said early in the podcast, if you guys haven't check out point nine podcast, listen to what they got. They got a lot. The last one you guys just did where you were naming the coolest players. That was a fun episode to listen. to. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, man. Yeah, we have a good time. So, Owen, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Um, point nine podcast. Check that out. Trailcasters, check that out. Um, and all, as always, everybody. Rip City, baby.